0: Confident Cells and hosting that event was so far out of my comfort zone that I, reflecting back, can't even begin to wrap my mind around it. I'm sitting here almost a week later and I still am just in awe of the eternal gratitude for every single woman who showed up that day, every sponsor, every speaker. We came together. So, what I want to share with you today on this episode is part of my keynote speech. I spoke on embracing the journey, and it's something that I'm working on just as much as the next woman. So with that being said, I would like to share with you today. Before I dive in, I want to ask you a few questions. Who here has it all together all of the time? Angelic children, the perfect marriage, a spotless home. Who here thought your experience as a mom would be completely different than it actually is. Well, I have a confession to make. I am not a Pinterest perfect mom. I hate crafts and class parties. I lose it with my kids when they don't listen. And I question if I'm raising them the right way. I still bribe them with snacks and TV when I have meetings with clients and threaten to throw away everything on a regular basis. I am the imperfect mom, the mom who ran on empty for years, who compared herself to others, who burned the candle at both ends and ended up burnt out, stressed out, and feeling empty despite being blessed beyond belief. But I am learning, and I am going to share some of my biggest lessons with you. I am learning to embrace the mess, the chaos, the false standards that I placed on myself to be someone that I'm not. I am learning how to embrace the journey as a mompreneur. I had an idea growing up of how life should go. You go to college, you get a job, you get married, have kids, retire one day, maybe if you're lucky, and then you die. I was going through the motions, working 40 hours a week in a job that just didn't fuel my passions anymore and trying to cram life in on the weekends. And then the pandemic hit and life stopped. Suddenly nothing was certain and the things we took for granted were now luxuries. Who remembers that toilet paper shortage? Like many of you, when schools went virtual, I too became a teacher, a kindergarten and a preschool teacher. I took advantage of a furlough because I knew that this was what I had to do for my family. And I struggled, I struggled a lot. I admit there were days that while my husband was at work during the pandemic, I did crafts and cocktails, crafts for the kids, cocktails of me, and was a regular participant in Wine with DeWine every day at two o'clock. Once we made it through the school year, I finally had time to reflect and I decided to start a business that had been a dream of mine for years Yet I never had the time or energy to start. I networked, I learned, and I grew. However, no one really seemed to understand the challenges that being a mompreneur brings. I was told that I had to compartmentalize. I was constantly questioned about my little mommy business. And I was lonely. I started Moms on a Mission as a Facebook group almost one year ago to bring together local mompreneurs. And here we are. So I invite you on this journey together with me because you are not alone. I want to ask you another question. Who has gotten caught scrolling hours on social media doing market research? When you start scrolling, you may notice that you start comparing your life with everyone else's. You may become jealous of their success, the things they have, the 10K months they're posting about, the perfect family pictures that you see. Let's stop. Is this really reality? We don't know the whole story behind the camera, the meltdown that just occurred, the pain, the frustration, the person hiding behind the filter. We compare our less than perfect lives, our real lives, with these glimpses of another's. We create these false narratives and think social media is the issue. But let's dive deeper. Is it really social media or is it how we're using social media? How many of you have notifications on your phone? Every time you hear the ding of a notification, you look to your phone, you pick it up. You want to see who needs your attention right now. You need to answer that email, text, reply to the DM, see who liked your latest post. We have become slaves, slaves to these devices. Social media is designed to keep us scrolling, so much so that we receive a hit of dopamine, Every single time we get that external validation, this leads us to confuse consumption with connection, and it leaves us feeling empty inside. It's truly addiction by design. We become so consumed with the screen right in front of us that we start to miss the life happening right beyond the screen in front of us. We have been conditioned to focus on external validation, the likes, the shares, the saves, the follower count. This pursuit of shiny objects leaves us longing, longing for external validation, which leads to self-sabotage and feelings of inadequacy. Over time, I've learned that I stare directly at my biggest competition in the face every single day. That's right. It's not a stranger on social media. It's the person staring right back at me. Wrinkles, gray hair, imperfections and all. It's me versus me. So often we think that those we see succeeding are our biggest competition, but the reality is that it's ourselves. So it's one thing to identify these problems, but where do we even start? How do we go about fixing them? First, start scrolling with intent. Create more than you consume. Set limits for yourself and an intent for social media before you even jump on a platform. Stop stressing about being perfect. By doing you, you do you. That's where your superpower is. Others' opinion of you is none of your business. Stop giving your power to others' opinions by hearing what they think. Most of the time, these people are not judging you and paying nearly as much attention to you as you'd like to think they are. At the end of the day, it is only your opinion that matters. I want you to stop forcing yourself to be someone you are not. Own what makes you different. That's what matters. Embrace it. And disable those notifications. I want you to turn them off. Instead of being beckoned by a device designed to keep you scrolling, this simple action gives you back control Always remember that everyone starts at zero. Stop comparing your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. Another analogy I love is the one of planting a seed. You cannot plant a seed and expect it to flower tomorrow. It takes time. So be authentic and be yourself. Trust me, it is so much easier than striving to be someone you're not. Spoiler alert, there is no trophy. It doesn't exist. This is my ask for you. Stop glorifying busy. I want you to take a minute and answer this question to yourself. Are you a human being or a human doing? It is so easy to get caught up in the doing, the hustle of everyday life. We're constantly go, go, go that when our head hits the pillow at night, we start to think, What what did we actually accomplish today? Life is not meant to constantly overwhelm you and leave you merely surviving. It's meant to be lived. Learn to recognize that this moment in life, this moment will never happen again. Value it and embrace it. For a long time, I thought I was good at setting boundaries until I realized that I had absolutely no boundaries with my time. As a mompreneur, I was working nonstop. And then one day, I realized how I'm spending my time is a choice, a choice that I was making. Working crazy hours wasn't helping me. It wasn't leading to that mythical little trophy that I thought I would have one day. It was leading to burnout. So the reality is we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Choose how you spend it. But how? How do you do this? Well, the first step to setting boundaries with your time is to identify what is actually essential. What things do you need to do that you can't delegate to someone else? I want you to start identifying those needle-moving tasks that will generate revenue for your business and make those your priority. Once you've identified the tasks that you can That you alone need to accomplish, I want you to identify what tasks that are left that you can automate, delegate, and eliminate. You are not alone, and asking for help is not optional, it is required. This process is not easy, it's not overnight, but so many of our actions are habits. There's a great book called Atomic Habits by James Clear that was an absolute game changer for me. The key to establishing these boundaries is to start small. Schedule designated work times. Turn on your automated email response. Again, turn off those notifications. Relinquish the power. Regain the power of controlling your time. Once you start to value your time over money and build your business around your life, not your life around your business, things get easier. They start to feel lighter. By making decisions today, I want you to make decisions today that will start to put you where you want to be tomorrow. Yeah, you know, this journey, it is hard enough. I can feel so lonely, but it does not have to be that way. There is everyone, there is room for everyone at the table, and we need to truly start valuing community over competition. The only scarcity that exists in this world is in our minds. It's a primal safety mechanism designed to help us survive. We don't have to hunt and gather anymore. We start telling ourselves these stories that competition is a bad thing, and there's only room for a select one or two. I want you to stop this train of thought and look at major companies. Look at the bread aisle. When you are walking down, there are so many types of bread. Whole wheat, gluten-free, bread made of this, bread made of that. So many different styles, kinds, varieties. They look at authors. How many authors have written on the exact same topic, but at the way they write resonates more with you then and the other shoes, clothes, cars, all these companies do different, all of these companies do similar things, yet they each offer a slightly different take on the product or service. If only one company is offering a product or a service, what are we calling this? We call this a monopoly and that's not always a good thing. Surrounding ourselves with fellow business owners leads us to innovate and can completely change the trajectory of our business. It challenges us to be better. It provides proof that there is a market demand, that you can succeed. At the end of the day, someone else's success does not make yours any less. It allows you to collaborate and learn from others that understand the exact challenges that you are facing. This makes the journey a little bit lighter. You are the secret sauce and you bring a unique set of value to the table. When you start to move out of this scarcity mindset, you start to notice the abundance all around you. Look at nature, for example. Look at how many individual leaves are on the trees, blades of grass in a field, grains of sand on the beach. And just like nature, there is so much abundance in this world to go around. Most of us would not have the capacity to handle a large influx of business. And in fact, this has led to many businesses failure. When you begin to move from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, you open opportunities to network, to pool resources and knowledge, to create success together with fellow entrepreneurs this is what makes that journey easier and moves us all forward by pushing us to become the best versions of ourselves. At the end of the day, these relationships propel us forward. Others' energy rises ours, ignites our fire to level up, and expands our way of thinking. It saves us time, money, and mistakes because our potential is so limited alone. So begin to notice the abundance of around you, and reframe your mindset. Your mindset is literally the only thing in this world, in your life, that you have control over. Be the change. We are expected to work like we don't have to parent and parent like we don't have a job. Let's be a part of a change and start paving a path for those behind us by reaching down and helping others up on their journey. That's truly rewarding. The last thing I want to touch upon today is talking about a four-letter F word. And no, this isn't a derogatory word that leads me to need to put up the explicit warning on this podcast. No, I'm talking about fear. Our mind loves familiar, anything familiar, and it will do anything it can to keep us safe. It will fight anything that it does not know and trick us into thinking that just the thought about doing this action is the same thing as actually doing it. It's not. This is a primal survival mechanism. Unfortunately, these thoughts trigger the fight or flight response because our brain is looking to compare this experience to a past experience. This is part of the reason why we stay stuck in a job that we hate. Since we can't compare this unfamiliar experience, we stay stuck and we end up giving our fear and doubt more energy, causing it to grow. But fear is a liar. Even in the absence of evidence, it continues to turn these what-ifs into certainties. It is exhausting. So we stay stuck and we end up burnout. I vividly remember being called out by my life coach. She said, not making a decision is making a decision. I'll tell you what, that was the wake-up call I needed to hear. I was so overwhelmed with the possibilities and the fear of the unknown that I was paralyzed by the fear. So how do we begin to overcome this? Well, there's bad news and that's that fear will always be there. But the good news is, we all have it, and we can take steps to mitigate it. So step one, take action. You will never conquer a fear by running away from it. No action leads to no results. How many of you have taken course after course, listened to all the podcasts, read book after book, yet you still feel stuck? I call this procrastinating, and I admit I am a recovering procrastiplanner. But the reality is, you don't need to learn more. You need to start to implement what you have learned. So I challenge you to stop consuming and start taking action. This will help you finally get results because you will never feel ready. You have to begin to take the personal responsibility for your success. Stop making excuses. Put in the work and show up. Get out of your own way by taking small steps. This is what builds momentum. What is the worst case scenario? I want you to stop and begin to question those fears. Once you dig down, the scary thing's really not so scary. Because truly, our beliefs lead to our thoughts, which lead to our feelings which lead to our behaviors, which lead to results. By using this method, you begin to stretch outside of your comfort zone by putting your fears into perspective. This is how you build confidence. Confidence is not something you're born with. It is not the absence of fear and doubt. Confidence is the knowledge of the risks and the decision to tackle it and go for it anyways, regardless of the outcome. The outcome is not a reflection of you if you're putting in the work. It is business. Just remember, you have survived everything up until this moment in time. No one, absolutely no one is guaranteed tomorrow. So I want you, I need you to give yourself permission to let go of what you thought life would look like and allow it to be what it's meant to be. Your worth is not measured. likes, follower counts, or strangers on social media. Life is measured by how you value yourself, the moments you live, and the impact you make. When you embrace the journey, you show up and you choose. You make the choice to be present in the moment. You start to trust the process and can look back and connect the dots. Take a minute And appreciate how far you have come. But stop and embrace the journey because this moment will not last forever. One of my favorite quotes is from Ferris Bueller. One of the greatest movies ever, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But it's true. He says, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. This, my friends, this is such truth. I am right alongside you on this wild ride of life. I am stepping into fear and embracing my own beautiful, messy, less than perfect life. Because it's short and tomorrow is not guaranteed. I'm here for it. I'm learning to trust the process and embrace the journey as a mompreneur.